All right, you ready? I'm ready when you are, buddy. All right. Welcome to the next episode of The House Divided with Taylor and Ryan. Welcome, Taylor. How's it going, Ryan? Very good. Well, how odd would have it? We start a sports podcast tonight. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a little different. We are in depth to do houses. Uh, See how this works. How smart are we, Taylor? We started a sports podcast, and now there are no sports. Yeah, I think our first episode, we we uh, we really touched on and were excited about all the stuff that was coming up with March Madness, the Masters, baseball starting. Uh, I mean, the list was going on and on. Uh, now just, you know, a little over a week later, and now it's looking like we're not going to have any sports until, I don't June maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I think June is, is about as soon as we're going to get um, – you know, I, I saw yesterday ESPN was, was kind of reporting the NBA is looking at uh, mid mid to late June as, mm-hmm. be- as a best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that they're, you know, they're looking to book some arenas through the play. The good thing is that NBA, it sounds like they're trying. Um, they don't want to just forfeit the season. They want they want to play it out even if it goes into August. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it'll be it's going to be really interesting the next couple of weeks, months. Um just to see how everything's handled it with all these sports that are getting postponed and canceled. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I actually, I think it's just going to be interesting to see who's going to be the first one to come back. Yeah. Uh, true. You know, is it going to be basketball, um, baseball, you know, baseball is just not even going to start yeah. uh, until this is, is kind of cleared up and everything. It's just going to be interesting to see who's the first yeah. one to come back. Well, and then too, even to go further on that, are they going to come back and not have any fans for the first couple months at all the games? Because that's another rumor I've been seeing that the NBA is looking even at to play some sort of uh, some sort of their games at practice facilities where there would right. be no fans. So and yep. even then baseball as well. So um, there's a lot of questions out there and a lot of stuff that it's like like you said and I've said it's it's just going to be I'm, I'm curious and it's going to be really interesting to see how it's all handled. Yeah, it'd be super interesting. Um, you know, we're living in a different time now. You know, I'll be, I'll be the first to admit when this first all started, I thought it was all kind of hogwash and everything. Uh, but it, it uh, it's a really big deal. Yeah. And this might be, you know, we were talking today with some people and everything. This might pass 9-11 is the biggest thing yeah. uh, since we've been alive. And, and I mean, I can understand some skepticism from people at first, but all you got to see to know that this is a big deal is these sports are not going to cancel and literally lose out on billions of dollars. I mean, March Madness oh. is a billion dollar operation. The NBA oh. is a billion dollar operation. Las Vegas casinos are closing down. They're a billion dollar operation. I mean, yeah, they have experts that they're talking to that me and you don't know that Joe Schmo down the road doesn't know. Oh, and, absolutely. And they're, I mean, those businesses are about making tons and tons of money. And they aren't going to just cancel out of – they have to have a good reason to cancel. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and then I, I saw today President Trump was on, and now they're saying no more than 10 people yeah. you know, in a group. So, I mean, that's even – I mean, that's, that's, that's way less than 50. Technically, you know? I shouldn't be even going to work with – I mean, <laughs> I, I, right. I, go, I go work in an office, you know, with 30 to 40 people. So – um, yeah, and say, you know, I'm a teacher and I, I don't have uh, work as normal for four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're going to work some stuff out and everything. Um, 
And that's I, I don't know if I'm going to be done for four weeks or maybe a week or two, and then we have to go in and, and get some stuff ready for the kids for yeah. them to send home. Um, it's just all up in the air. And we're living, a, yeah, that's hour thing. by hour, minute what? by minute, day by day, mm-hmm. right now. And that's you touched on. I mean, you're a teacher. A lot of our friends are teachers. Um, I mean, closing school down for a month. I mean, that's that is unheard of. That's something oh. I've never heard of in my in my entire life. And um, no, closing it down for a month. And then I just saw today. I got a notification that 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 uh, they're they're not Governor Kim Reynolds came out. And you're you're not going to have to make it up since it's an emergency. No, and that and that's that was one of the biggest questions. Are we going to have to make this up and go all the way through June? Um, of, of school i think we're supposed to get out like june 2nd or 3rd um, and, and that's not going to happen and, and that's good um, but it, it is bad um, for for a lot of kids yeah um, you know and i know communities and schools are stepping up and going to try to help those kids that, that that need the help from the food um, and try to learn a little bit i mean mm-hmm. you know obviously it's not going to be normal but you know try to get some some materials and stuff to them because libraries and everything, you, you can't yeah. go to a zoo. Um, you know, you think about summer break and stuff. There's lots of programs and, and vacations yeah, that people can take. There's not going to be any of that. Yeah. No, I mean, the, I saw the Tumble Library uh, closed today indefinitely. So, I mean, you can't even go check out a book. Yeah. You know. And, and um, I mean, you kind of touch on it, too. There's a lot of families and a lot of kids out there that, and I mean, they rely on having that meal each day at, at school or you know, and in some cases it sucks to say, but school is better off for the kids to be at than maybe their home. So there, this is just causing a, not only a big mess in sports and everything, but I mean, people's daily lives are going to be changed yeah. for a while here. Yeah. And, and for the unseeable future, I mean, we have no idea. Um, you know, they're, they're saying eight weeks for no groups, more than 50 or mm-hmm. 10 or whatever, you know, they're only closing schools right now for a month. Is it going to go longer? Yeah, we yeah. don't. We don't know. The the good news that I would say is, China looks to be finally kind of coming down out of it and right. getting better with it. And I think it started in about January, the end of December, January there. Um, so we're. I mean, if if we're the same amount of time as them, which a lot of experts are predicting, we're actually going to be worse than they were. But um, if if it's anything like that, we're looking at you know at least a couple months here. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, you know, essentially through the end of normal school, which would still be school for us, not much is going to be going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just, I really believe, um, you know, I coach golf. I just, you know, obviously, I, I look today, just when we were supposed to go back to school April 13th. That's our first meet day is when we, that's our first meet. First day back. Yeah. Um, yeah, first day back, you know, and with golf, um, you know, the girls I coach and, and stuff, they can go to a golf course right now and still practice and get better. You know, it's not where we have to get together or do anything. So yeah, I'm going to encourage that from the girls. You know, obviously we're not going to practice or anything, but they can still do that. But many sports you cannot track, oh, yeah. you know, with handoffs. That's the nice thing about like golf. That. Yeah, you're, you go out and get in the fresh air yeah. and I mean, it can be just you on the golf course. So uh, that, right. that might exactly. be one of the only things that people can do here in the coming months. Yeah, and but just you know what, like I said earlier, track and soccer. I mean, it's a lot of teamwork with handoffs and everything. So that's just not physically mm-hmm. going to work for them. Yeah. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. When we come back. Um, if if I had to make a prediction, I just don't see how any of those spring sports are going to go. Yeah. Uh, just because there's just not enough practice time or anything, um, how it's going to work. But 
people smarter than me are gonna gonna figure that all out. Which for college, you know, I've already seen it's looking like spring athletes in college are gonna get an extra year of eligibility. Um, but then you go down to yeah, and I I completely agree uh-huh, with that a hundred percent yeah. Uh, but then you look at it you look at it at the high school level, and I mean, there's gonna be kids that don't get to play their senior season, and then um, I think it was Tom Izzo made a good point of not just basketball but all sports. There's gonna be kids that miss out on getting scholarship opportunities that coaches were going to go watch them play baseball this spring, or you were going to go watch them at a basketball camp. And there's, there's going to be kids out there that actually are going to miss out on maybe getting a, a chance at earning a scholarship somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's affecting every, I mean, just trickle down. There's not one thing that's not going to get mm-hmm. affected by this yeah. in everyday life from every person in this country. And you know, touching on our kind of where we talk a lot of sports here, getting into kind of locally. I mean, um, we're from, I'm from the Oskaloosa area. William Penn had one of their best seasons ever 30. And yeah. Three. I have written down here. One of my notes, uh, William Penn was 30 and three yeah. uh, conference champs um, were, was going to be a very high seed with a chance to win it all. They, I think they um, did have their selection. I think they were in the number two seed. And then in the next yep. day, I think is when it got canceled. Yep. And then, you know, same, you know, in a tumble here, Indian Hills was the number two seed mm-hmm. in the junior college. Um, so they were going to be obviously, you know, favored to win uh, several games there. Um, so, yeah, ruin both those yep. those uh, seasons. Um, just going to be not, you know, uh, you know, we talked a lot last last week about you and I, whether they're going to go or not. We're not going to ever know now. They can, mm-hmm. you know, I guess they're. Uh, nervousness subsided a little bit yeah but and then you i mean you touch on that too iowa who had a breakout season i mean before the season started there wasn't a lot of hawk fans that thought this was a tournament team and then no. you got you know the emergence of luke garza and a year that they had a lot of injury and you know he's national player of the year talks you know one of the top three candidates there and they had high aspirations of, uh, you know, making it to the sweet 16 and who knows even from there. And, you know, we're not, we're not going to get to see what happens there and who knows, you know, Garza, we might not get to see him play in Iowa city again. Right. You know, another thing that I've heard people talk is, is the coaching carousel is not going to move like it normally would. You're not going to have that Cinderella team and that coach from that small market come up and, and win two or three games and take that job. Um, you know, from a big school, because that big school, you know, isn't going to be able to fly around the country yeah. as much and as easily to go hire that guy. And so they just may not fire their coach mm-hmm. this year. And, and just yeah. wait a year. And well, and that's the thing about March Madness, too. You, you kind of learn about a lot of those coaches on those Cinderella teams yep. or those those, you know, smaller schools. And um, you see some of those players you, that, you know, making those shots that we see over and over again for the next 20 years. And that's just all stuff that, again, we don't. Uh, we don't get a hat this year. Yeah, I mean, you think about, you know, Steph Curry. That's where everybody learned, yeah. you know, learned about him. Yes, he was good and everything, but he took 10 seed Davidson all the way to the lead eight, mm-hmm. you know, and hit some just great shots and everything. Yeah, yeah, that was his emergence for sure. You know, and, and then I, I just think, you know, the, then the other biggest thing is, is the Masters being postponed. Um, you know, we talked a lot about the Masters, Masters last week and, and just how – they do their entire calendar for that mm-hmm. week. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I've seen some pictures where a month after that tournament, that golf course does not look the no. same, you know, and, and they're not going to want to present that golf course in anything, but 
perfect condition. And then some, so I, I'm having a hard time believing that they're going to play. The yeah. Masters. Well, then somebody else even said if if they do get it looking nice in July, all June, July, August, whatever, that then that would also hurt the next year's chances of uh, you know it would hurt the grass and everything wouldn't be right yep. for you know April of 2021. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to see much of anything except maybe uh, a half a baseball season and maybe some sort of very shortened NBA playoffs. Yeah, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if the NBA season is done and then July 1, they start the playoffs, just wherever mm-hmm. everybody was right yeah. now. Which for some teams, again, that, that sucks, but um, you know you don't get a chance to fight up if you're a game or two out, you don't get a chance to fight for that spot or that higher seed. But I mean, that's, that's where we're at right now. It's like you said, it's, it's unprecedented times. We've never in our lifetime, we've never dealt with anything like this. I mean, um, you just each day, something new and we're just taking it day by day. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is day by day. You know, I know uh, governor Reynolds and president Trump, are having press conferences about every day and we learn new stuff and new guidelines. Um, we're just, it's just an unprecedented time in, in America and in the world. Yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, you look over in Italy and I just read a, a sad article a little bit ago where they're literally telling people, if you are 80 years old or older, we are not going to treat you. We, we don't have the bodies. We don't have the, the rooms available. I mean, that's a harsh, harsh realization there. I mean, we, we have grandparents. We, we all know somebody 80 yeah. years old or older and that that's, that's just, that's harsh. It's, it's hard to come to terms with that. Right. And I, and I, I really think, you know, the government, whether you agree with everything they're doing or not, they're really <laughs> trying to avoid that. Uh-huh. But if, if it doesn't, you know, things don't go the way everything's planned and everything, we could get there and, yeah. and let's hope not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it might have to go into some sort of mandatory, um, not quarantine where you can't leave your house, but where there's only certain hours of the day that you can go out and, um, it's only to these places. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I went, I went down, I went out to the bars on Saturday night and afterwards I kind of felt bad about it, but they were busy. I mean, people, you need to, they're going to keep you, especially young people they they don't think it's going to hurt them. And, uh, you don't just realize the ramifications of it. So uh, yeah. I think it's, I, I think it's going to be something where you where, and some cities are already doing that. New York, San Francisco, some of those bigger cities are going to full on quarantine status where you can only leave the house for certain items at certain times of the day. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I just don't know, <laughs> you know, so far, I think Iowa we're doing a pretty good job of trying to stay in front of it. Uh, but you know, I, it wouldn't shock me if in a day or two we're all told, you know, don't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really wouldn't unless you really have to. And, and the big the big thing I see, too, you, you see all these arguments on Facebook and everything that of people saying, well, it's not that bad. You, you don't, you know, the, the mortality rate's not that high. And, you know, it's very mild conditions. That's not the point. The, the government knows that, too. They've even said that the point is if we overwhelm our healthcare system, that's what we're trying to stop because not only are people with um, Corona going to be sick in the hospital, there's going to be people that have, I mean, there's people go to the hospital every day for uh, hundreds of different thousands of different things. 
Well, my grandma's in the hospital right now. She had a stroke, yeah, and, you know, and, last this week. So I mean, she's she's supposed to go home tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, that was nothing. And to there's do with literally Corona. yeah, there's going to be people that are not. I mean, luckily your your grandma got treated. There's going to be people that might have a stroke or they might have an infection in of some sort, and a doctor's literally not going to be able to see them for a while, where that could cause more harm and even death to them. So, um, it's not only going to harm people that just have this virus. It, it's it's the ramifications of what it can do when it just shuts down our healthcare system. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's what we're really trying to avoid. And, and that's where the, the government and everything's just really stepping up and, and hopefully what they're doing is working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see, and I mean, regardless of if it's working or not, we're going to see those numbers rise here. And I, it's probably going to shoot up pretty high, I would say in the next week, two weeks. Um, if it, just, I, I would assume so. Yeah. I mean, even if we are doing a good job, it's still, we're going to see a ton of cases come out. Um, yeah. Cause I, people are getting tested more now and everything. So, I mean, yeah, you're just, it's going to get higher and higher and hopefully the, the mortality rate definitely drops. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's hope for that. And, and yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see every, you know, like we said, every day, something new and we just gotta, gotta obey the rules that they're going to tell us. And, and, you know, hopefully within a, a few months, things can start somewhat getting back to normal. Yeah, so let, let's move on here. Let's kind of sum up the Iowa State season here. Um, I've kind of made some notes. Uh, you know, last Wednesday night, Iowa State was actually one of the last teams to play. I was going to say, I got to I, I uh, give you one rib here, Morgan. Um, yeah. Iowa State somehow still figured out a way to lose a postseason game when we didn't even have a postseason. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, that, it, that, very true. Only <laughs> one of – Probably just a handful of teams that did, and they played it with fans even. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, one of the last games with fans. Yep. Lost heartbreaking fashion one point, last second shot. Uh, uh, made a great play, a great dunk by Terrence Lewis. Uh, but Oklahoma State got that ball in real quick and went down and made a layup, and, and that was it. Yeah. It was you know, kind of the biggest game. thing with Iowa State for this year, though, was, is the season wasn't very good. That, that win or loss on last Wednesday wasn't going to change that. Um, you know, uh, Coach Prohm's future, um, two out of three years, he's not made the tournament. He's got to make the tournament next year, I believe, uh, or his seat's going to be pretty red hot. I don't think it is right now, um, you know, but the the players, you know, like Xavier Foster and the other freshmen are going to have to step yeah. up next year. Um, I think there's going to be three or four guys off that team that aren't going to be there next year. Um and just some notes I made from uh, Coach Prohm's press conference. Um, he needs to coach more aggressive, you know, uh, varying intensity. You know, I, I think he does a lot of stuff, and he and he's an intense guy. You don't get those those jobs without being that way. But I think on the sidelines, he kind of lets some things go and everything, and then does it, you know, behind closed doors and everything. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have to do it a little bit more in game. And then maybe some of the fans and stuff will see that more because uh, they're kind of fans are frustrated right yeah. now. Um, and then the best thing is he, he knows he needs to change and become a better coach. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's the first step in, in getting better is acknowledging I have to get better. Um, I think it'll be interesting if he makes some changes with his coaching <clears throat> staff. You know, that's kind of always one step to mm-hmm. do. You know, some of those guys have been there since uh, his days at Murray State. You know, maybe this needs to bring in a couple new guys just to change it up. It's not that these guys are bad or anything, but just new voices, some new ideas. 
you know, just won't hurt anything because maybe there's kind of getting in a rut, yeah. you know, almost. Yeah. Like you said, it'll be, uh, be interesting to see how those freshmen step in and, uh, you know, what happens next year. Cause like you said, if, if it's another down year next year, a struggling year, uh, that, that's, that's going to be a hot seat. I think, you know, um, Pollard seems pretty loyal to his guys, but that, that, that I think at that point you'd have to take a look at something. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I mean, I think Pollard's uh, real loyal. Uh, he'll give him every benefit of de- doubt and he'll give him every tool he needs. Uh, but it still is division one, big 12. You've mm-hmm. got to win. I mean, and, and those guys know that they're not, you can be best friends. Um, but sometimes the change just is needed, yeah. you know? So yeah, uh, a down year for Iowa State, but hoping to to bounce back next year. Um, we kind of we touched base a little bit on Iowa a little bit ago when we were talking about the, the virus and everything. But um, again, uh, a surprising surprising see. I mean, Iowa was in the Big Ten title race until you know the last. I think the game finally when they lost to Michigan State there when Michigan State came back and won at at uh, East Lansing. Um, so a surprising year. We I, Bohannon only played the first ten games of the year. Um, the emergence of Luke Garza. I mean, it, it was a great year. And if he does come back next year, that team is even without him, I think they're, they're looking at having a decent year, but if he comes back, that team is stacked. I mean, they're, uh, they're not losing anybody. They're losing a backup point guard, basically. <laughs> yep. And Ryan Creener, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, I, forgot I, I, I believe, um, you know, again, he's he wasn't no. an all conference. So you're losing a just, sixth and seventh he, man. He could step right, <clears throat> but he, he'd step in seven foot, guard a little bit down low, give uh, Luca a uh-huh. break here or there, and then would hit down some shots yeah. every now and again. But yeah, that I mean that roster with with Bohannon, if Bohannon can be healthy, um, with him and Frederick yep. shooting on the outside, I mean it's going to be hard to double team Garza down low when you got guys like that on the outside that can, uh, you know, you don't want to leave them open. Right. You know, and then Jack Nungy should uh-huh. be back as well. You know, Toussaint had a really good freshman year. Um, McCaffrey continued. He's, you know, he's not flashy where he's going to get you points on offense, but he's a hard-nosed player, gets into the other team's heads, plays some good defense. And, he, you know, I think he had the best um, turnover assist ratio in the country. So um, you got a lot of pieces. We're not even mentioning Wieskamp. He kind of struggled at the end of the year here but he still had a, i think he still averaged 13 a game on the year which in the big 10 as a sophomore uh that's those are good stats so um that team i mean like i said without garza i think they're projected to compete and do very well with him that i mean you're looking at a, a high caliber preseason top 15 team oh i i believe so if garza comes back you know it'll be interesting to see how these uh player of the year awards end up because a lot of them weren't voted on until somewhat through mm-hmm. the, the March madness. Um, and obviously with none of that happening, um, I, I think actually Garza's chances yeah. go up. Um, and then a, another thing I was with, just kind of thinking about too, it'll be interesting to see if any players factor this into their decision-making with, I didn't get a play. I mean, when, when you're getting money thrown out of your face, it's kind of hard, but, that's going to be a factor in some guy's mind. I didn't get a play, you know, I didn't get a play in March Madness. I didn't get to make a round with my team. So there's guys where maybe that is a decision factor where if they're on the verge of leaving or not, that, that maybe they do come back for that extra year. Yeah. I mean, you just, every guy's different. Um, 
You know, I, like we talked about last week, I just think if millions of dollars, if you're a high draft pick, you just have to go anymore in these days and age. Mm-hmm. You don't know what would happen. You get that one year of $4 million. That's a, uh, you'll get, you won't, uh, not too many yeah. jobs pay that a year. Yeah. Right out of college. Yeah, high draft pick. I totally agree. There's, there's, then there's, but there's guys like on the front, you know, like a Luca Garza that is probably going to be more projected. I'd say as an overseas player and where, right. you know, can he get that a hundred thousand dollar contract this year? Or it's probably still going to be there next year, which a hundred thousand dollars is a hundred thousand, 200, however much they offer him over there. But um, there's going to be guys like that on the fringe where I feel like maybe this will sway their decision of, you know, I didn't, I didn't get it ended yeah, the way I, I wanted. I, like let's, let's go do it again. Right. And, and I hope they come back. I really do. I, I want them to come back. I, I love college basketball. Uh, I think it just the older teams are, the better they are, especially in today's day and age where so many people leave early and yeah. everything. Yeah, and we kind of touched on the spring athletes getting another season of eligibility. There has been talks going around of maybe winter athletes too. I mean, that's it's a whole other discussion because I mean, that's a whole because they played their they played a whole season, season they just didn't get their championships. You're you're messing up scholarships for the next year. You're messing up. I mean high school kids that are coming in that kind of ruins some of their plans. If they were coming in and wanting to play right away. I mean, it just, it, yeah, it sucks all around on both well, sides. Then, but, well, and then you got records yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff too. If, if guys come back for that, now they get essentially yeah. they get to play. Yeah, you let, if you let Cassius Winston you know. come back and play a fifth year at, at Michigan state, just crush every single record there is. Cause he already owns some of them, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, yep. it's it just, there's so many, so many things like that that, that are unanswered still. And we're just figuring out day by day. And then, and then we're talking about big time athletics where a lot of the guys we're talking about are going to be able to mm-hmm. continue playing yeah. sports. But how about the, the guys yeah. at William Penn and stuff that they'll never play basketball again uh-huh. in a, in a competitive, you know, anything like that. Well, it's going to be rec league and, and stuff like high that. School level. Iowa was one of the few States that actually got their championship games in. Um, I mean, Illinois, right. everybody around us canceled. So you got high school kids that might not ever play a competitive sport again that work their, you know, this is what you work for. This is what you play AU for. It's what you travel all summer for. It's what you, you know, what you put all that time and effort into. And now they don't get in. They, they don't get it in the, the way with that they wanted to, or you can even have a chance to win. Right. And you just, you just feel for all those people that spend all the time and energy but it's just you know we're living a different world Mm -hmm. today than we did a week ago or two weeks ago i was watching scott van pelt last night i mean he said he's like wednesday (laughs) we had games with crowds today you know this was last night he said so sunday he's like today was supposed to be a selection sunday and we have nothing there's no i mean sports center has been showing highlights from 04 (laughs) it's crazy What, what yeah well, I, I've actually watched Iowa, Iowa State's been very good lately at basketball, and I, I saw them uh, yesterday or, or today. I can't remember which one it was. It kind uh-huh. of all blends in together. But Iowa State lost a game against Oklahoma, and then I watched them beat Kansas uh, for the title yeah. with George Niang. Um, so it's just kind of a uh, – Iowa State's been really good in the Big 12 tournament lately, so they've actually been on ESPN a lot lately. And here, 
because they're just playing playing old years. This is something like cool that. I saw so. today too. This is from Ali Faropanesh. So the UNI hero um, that had that huge shot versus Kansas about I don't know what that eight years ago, ten years ago, whatever that was now. Um, but he uh, yep. he sent out a tweet today. He said, uh, "Dear ESPN or CBS, let's play the best games from past NCAA tourneys." Best first-round games from Thursday and Friday. Best second-round games Saturday through Sunday. So on and so on for the next three weeks. This, the times are already scheduled in the TV. I, it's a, I think that's a great idea. I mean, I don't know who would vote on I don't it. It is a great idea. Games, uh, but it, just show something. Like he said, I mean, the time slots are already there. Um, you know, that's something yep. they prepare for year round. People have already taken off yeah. work. Yeah. You know, I, I know, you know, people took off work or they're just home from work because of show the virus. all those classic uh, games, all those buzzer. I mean, that would be, I would per, personally, I would well, love that. Yeah. And, and kind of on those same things, I know, uh, Cyclones TV, John Walters has been on kind of talking the same thing. They had their schedule kind of set up to april 10th or whatever mm-hmm. but they, he put like april 10th to april 20th he's having people send him ideas and stuff just old games and everything else kind of that same idea that they're going to do for that week or so in april because they're they at that time they should be having some softball games and, and stuff soccer match and stuff like mm-hmm. that that aren't going to be there and they're just looking for for phil and, and they're just asking fans to put in games they'd like to see yeah yeah i mean you got to do something. I, ESPN, all of them. I mean, they can only go so long here without. <laughs> yeah, every night it's been the same thing on there, just talking kind of what we've been talking about well, today with the it, coronavirus. But at some point, you know, let's start getting some classics back on there. Let's, uh, heck, start showing uh, esports or something. <laughs> right. Well, it kind of kind of funny on those same things. I got a, an email today from William Hill Sports Betting website about they're opening it up like. Turkish soccer <laughs> and there's looking for things that you can bet yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like Australian soccer B or I don't even know what the leagues are all called, but it was opening up four or five more leagues that you can bet on uh, just because there's not very much going on in the world right now. And they're, they're searching for stuff too. Crazy, crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Um. Well, we're, we're here at, at 30 minutes here. So I think we probably should be close to wrapping it up for this week. Um, we're going to be hit or miss. We may do one in a couple of days. It may yeah. be a week. And one other, one other um, quick thing here, more. I'm just on Twitter going, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big WWE guy. Um, their, their okay. Super Bowl is coming up. WrestleMania, April 5th. It was supposed to be it's, it's in Tampa at Raymond James stadium. So the, the big football stadium down there. And I'm seeing now it's looking like, and this is another thing. This WrestleMania is, I mean, it's the Super Bowl of wrestling. People from all over the world come, come to it. Oh. It's a, a, you know, huge money-making week for for wrestling. Um, they just announced they're moving that to no fans at their performance center in Orlando. So, basically, their little – their practice gym. Um, and, I mean, WrestleMania is known for being over the top, for being uh, huge – I mean, in a football stadium of 80,000 people. Uh, all the fireworks and pyrotechnics and everything, and, and now moving it basically to a glorified gym. So that just another, just another cool. Which you, you knew it was coming at some point, but uh, just another crazy, right. crazy thing. Uh, just the amount of money and just everything that everybody's losing. You know, people not working, just things like that. And it, 
and it, it's not Vince McMahon losing money there. It's the vendors yeah. that's going to, you know, work, work that's that Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa, that's probably, I, I mean, I could try to look it up here, but that that's millions of dollars brought into the, the, the Tampa Bay, the city where it's going to be at that are no longer going to be brought in there. Right. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's unbelievable times right now. Absolutely. Crazy, crazy stuff. But yeah, like you said, we've, we've been rambling here for a while now. No, but that, that's good. Um, like I said, uh, stay tuned for our next episode. No guarantees when um, we don't have, you know, selection, selection, like said, brackets. Not, uh, not a lot to, it, to talk about anymore it, other than the virus. Nope. And, and then I, I don't want to just beat that to a, a dead horse either. So we'll uh, sign off for tonight and uh, we'll talk to you Thanks, again Ryan. soon. Yep. See you later. Thank you for listening to Morgan. You asked for podcast. If you liked what you heard, please click the like button. And if you want to hear more from the podcast, please subscribe to the Morgan. You asked for podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.